Sly Dog Music Cast. Now here's your host, the Sly Dog. Hello and welcome back to the Sly Dog Music Cast. I'm your host, the Sly Dog, and I'm super excited to have joining me today from Praying Mantis, founding member Tino Troy. Tino, how you doing? I'm doing great, thank you. Well, I just uh, told you that I'm just having long COVID, but um, I'm a bit tired, but I'm still doing okay. I'm still alive, kicking. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad to hear that because uh, you, we got a great new Praying Mantis album to talk about today, Catharsis. Thank um, you. Uh, congrats. It's been out a couple of weeks now. It's the first one in four years. You know, now that it's been you know out in the world for a little bit, how would you say the fan reception has been for this record? Brilliant. I mean, um, it's been like, a, it's been about a year and a half in the making this album, um, only because we we had the luxury of time, you know, with the lockdown and everything. So um, yes, we did it. We recorded it all remotely and um, we had the time to polish it to to the way we wanted it to. And so it's, um, we could have gone on longer if we wanted to, but we thought, now nah, let's, let's get it out. <laughs> Otherwise we'd be disappearing up our own bums. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely a, a it's it's a nice balance of their straightforward rock on here, you know, like uh, ain't no rock and roll in heaven and long time coming. But there's some more epic stuff on here too, you know, like sacrifice and uh, non omnis moriar. Uh, to me, it feels like there's a bit of a theme running through the album, like almost a theme of reflection when I listen to some of these songs. Whether it's something deeper like non omnis moriar or something a little more lighthearted like long time coming. Was that a conscious decision? Did, you know, being in lockdown kind of put you in that state of mind of reflection? There, there is a bit of that, but um, or we had, I mean, that song Long Time Coming was actually, uh, it's, it was actually surplus to the last album, which was um, Gravity. I don't know if you know that album, Gravity, that, mm-hmm. that was going to come on, but there was another track with a similar feel. The actual track Gravity itself had a very similar feel to, to Long Time Coming, so... We made the choice between the two and said, ah, that one can go on the next album. <laughs> and it didn't have the lyric on it yet, but um, we got that together. And um, so all good. Nice. It's been a long time coming, but we got there. <laughs> yeah, it did. And it fits in well, I think. It fits in perfectly, like coming out of uh, those earlier tracks I mentioned. I think where it sits in the album is perfect. So yeah, I'm glad you, you kept that one around for sure. Uh, talk a bit about, you mentioned, you know, you were able to take time on this thing with COVID, but one thing someone wrote in the booklet, I forget who, but someone wrote that there was, the process was different this time because you're all remote and you're all separate working on this album, you know, and normally you'd be in a room together, you know, like, well, let's try this out, see how that works. Was it hard to rethink the creative process when you were making this album? Um, not so much, no, because we've got used to working that way in, in some respects anyway, because um, we've got two Dutch Dutch guys in the band from, from the Netherlands, John and Hans, you know, that singer and drummer. So, um, you know, we have this, this remoteness anyway, we've got, of course, especially now with Brexit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not over there that easily anymore. It's, um, wow. <laughs> so, um. It had a bit. It had a bit of that element anyway. And the only difficult part about doing this album was, you know, if if, I, if I'm working with a song in, in the studio with John, you know, I, I can put my arm around him and say, "You can do better than that, mate. You can do better than that." Whereas yeah. here, it's like it, you had to go back and forth and, "Oh, try doing that line again. I need that line again." And you'd have to go and record it, and it, you know, got a bit fractious sometimes because because you know, <laughs> he said, "No, that's good enough." I says, "No, it's not the way I wanted it." So. So that, that's the only um, drawback it had by working in that respect, is not being able to, to bounce off each other in the studio, as it were. 
I mean, I, I know in, a, in a, another few years time, maybe even a couple of years time, the technology is going to go that much further. So we can actually, you know, we can stream everything sort of live more or less, you know, and sort of play, play jam with each other. <laughs> I mean, it's happening now, but it's, it's a, there's still, you know, the time delay aspect to deal with. Right. You, it could be praying mantis in the metaverse next like that'll be the ne next album you're all working that's on it, it. Yeah. you've got your guitars and your vr headsets and you're just that's right yeah <laughs> yeah that's a way to go i mean I'm, i don't know if i'll see it in my lifetime but um you never know <laughs> yeah and you, you brought up something i never thought about being able to just kind of like you know be like that was great but could you do it again you have to deal now with the the thought of like someone could send you something like like this is my best vocal ever and then you can go Eh, about that <laughs> yeah, i never, no, I never thought about that they can go away and harumph it's the same as writing an email to anyone or uh, you know you sometimes you you say look at the sensitivity of a person you know you, you got to word it right because i mean any any word that's put in the wrong place or it's it's just juggled in such a way that it can get people's backs up you know so you've got to be very careful and have a more of a sort of psychological approach with this way of working yeah. One thing I've always been curious about is so in, on those early Praying Mantis albums, you were the vocalist, um, from what I understand. And you've got John now. Um, and is the singing kind of split now or like what was the reason for bringing in another singer like at some point? Um, well, it, it wasn't really working out with with Mike. Um, lovely guy. And he had a great voice, but it didn't have the the, the front man personality about him. Um, and we tried to work on it many a time, but it didn't didn't work out. And we just met these guys in Holland when they were doing a show. There's a, a festival in Holland called the um, Very Heavy Festival. And um, they were doing uh, a Harris, which is an Iron Maiden tribute band. Mm. And it was um, it was John and Hans playing. And we, we were actually at that show. We did the um, we played there, I think we some with second headliner. And we sit, we watch them play at the end, and we go, "Wow, this guy's got some pipes!" And um, so we nick them. <laughs> <laughs> of course, as, as offered, you offered them the show, and they they jumped at the chance, and they came to London, and we we had a good meet, meet and uh, we went through everything. We went over there, and you know, to tell the truth, it's 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 quite close. I mean, it's for you, it's probably sort of like driving from. Well, I don't know whereabouts you are, but it's San Diego. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, I don't know, the vast distances over there, but for us, it's like a, like a five hour drive from door to door oh, using wow. the, using the tunnel, you know, the, the Euro tunnel. Wow. So it's yeah. not too bad at all. I got to ask you, it's harder now, you know, because I mean, they, they check you at the border points now and, uh, yeah. So traveling probably just got longer actually. Now you got to yeah, stop yeah. and go through all that nonsense uh i got i gotta ask though just because because the way you said it is is that the very heavy festival or the very heavy festival it's actually very heavy very heavy so, <laughs> so it's is like it, the it's like the uriah heap album very heavy very humble very heavy very humble yeah <laughs> totally like that yeah and i think that's probably the spin-off from that actually probably and uh, that's cool i like i like that name i like that name for a festival it has that cockney that sort of cockney effect to it <laughs> exactly um yeah, I want to touch on a few of my favorites on the album. Uh, I love The Devil Never Changes. It's kind of this epic ending to the album. Bit of a ballad. Uh, in a weird way, it kind of reminds me of Journey. Can you talk about that song a bit? 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny enough, you should say that. I, I had this nice little riff, and I'm going, where have I heard that before? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and I embellished it a little bit, and uh, where I've heard that before, and I go, oh, I know. And, uh, you know, I put it down, I go, what about what if I put a harmony to it? very sort of quietly in the background that might sort of change the flavor of it a bit and it did but um yeah yeah it's very journey i mean he's one of my heroes anyways neil sean so um yeah it's a it's a very journey-esque as you like that riff but as you say it sort of moves through different um timbres through a few through different flavors and it actually wrote the lyric dedicated to to Ko, if you look on the album, it says an ode to Ko, which was one of our Japanese fans. And he would, he'd come anywhere in the world where we were playing and just surprise us. He'd like, no, no, sort of like get me on the guest list or anything like that. He'd just turn up at a show in the middle of nowhere, you know, somewhere else in the world. And um, he was our number one fan. And sadly, he passed away last year. The devil never changes, being the cancer that took him. So that's yeah. the devil. Um, and yeah, and it's a lot like a wicked guitar song at the end. I just like so steam away here to you know, and just like yeah, yeah tribute to Co. <laughs> That's so cool. I noticed that in 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 the booklet that that he got a little tri tribute, and I figured he was either like a friend or a fan a fan. So that's cool that that he all ties both, together. Yeah, yeah, very much so. And that you can see him in that photograph. There's a photograph on the album yep. with him. And and funnily enough, we, that was on our last when we did the last album, um, and we were in this bar called the Gravity Bar, and the last album. Was, <laughs> The last album in, in Tokyo and the last album was actually called Gravity as well. So it's all very coincidental, the whole thing. Yep. Well, I think he's smiling down from rock and roll heaven for this one, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, I've mentioned it a few times already, but non-omnis Moriar. I thought that was, I think that's a, such a cool song. And again, when I translated it, it, it kind of plays into that theme of looking back what like what I forget exactly what it was now because I looked it up a week ago. But talk about that song a bit. Mm. Yeah, Chris, Chris wrote the lyrics to this, um, my brother, and it's um, actually means Latin for not, not all of me shall die. Right. So, so our spirit will live on um, our music. And, you know, it's just, it's just saying, giving a message to the fans saying our music will live on as well. You know, we're, we're you know, we're, we're, at, we're at a stage now where we're in those latter years of life, you know, yeah. <laughs> on the, on the wrong side of 50, definitely on the wrong side. <laughs> um, much, much more than that. Um, and it's one of those, one of those songs that sort of looks, looks ahead to our legacy, basically. <laughs> nice. Are, are you looking forward to, I, I, I don't know how things look over in the UK right now, but are you looking forward to playing this live? Are you planning on that? Or do you think it's kind of too soon to, you know, think about touring again? Oh, I mean, I just uh, love playing on stage. I mean, we did a show a couple of weeks ago, three weeks ago. We did the Giants of Rock um, Festival in, um, in, in the UK here. And a great lineup. And um, we, had, we were, went on, on a Friday night at 11.30. And we thought, oh, that's the graveyard shift. No one's going to be there. The place was rammed. And everyone just had a good old drink by then. So <laughs> it was nice. a real par party night. And, you know, I mean... Because I've been having this long COVID thing, I was sitting there in the dressing room 10 minutes before I went on and I just thought, I don't think I can do this gig, guys. I was just like flaked out on a chair, you know, and um, suddenly as soon as I hit that stage and the adrenaline kicked in, that was that, you know, I was just Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> power of music, man. It's the yeah, power man. of music. Yep. <laughs> I love it. I love hearing stuff like that. Uh, I also want to touch on, just because it's such a big part of the history of Praying Mantis, 
is the artwork of the album and working with uh, Rainer Cowitz. I hope I said his name correctly. That's uh, right. Yeah. Talk about how you first came to meet him and how he managed to kind of stay in the orbit of the world of Praying Mantis. Um, well, it was, uh, there were, it was a hiatus we went through with, um, with Rodney Matthews, who was our original artist who did the Time Tells No Lies album back in 1981. And, um, and then he did the Predator in Disguise album back in 1990. And then we went on to a string of different, different themes. And then we brought him back, back into the fold after, I think it was Legacy. Yeah, Legacy and Gravity. We mm -hmm. had Rodney. But in, in the interim, we, there's one album called Sanctuary, which was released in um, 2009, I believe. 2008 or 2009, I can't remember exactly. 2009, I think it was. Um, Sanctuary, and um, we, we commissioned... Rainer to do the artwork on that and it was like Statue of Liberty you know like with that yep. skull face and the face melting which we really that limit that image um, came onto on the t-shirt and it was the best image we've had in our t-shirt ever you know that um that one so we thought this one is a very similar thing you know it might lend itself to a yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, see. like the, 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 got the Liberty spikes in there. <laughs> yeah, and I kind of see, I see a bit of Medusa in it too when I look at it. Yeah, 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 I do as well. Yeah, it's also very like much like the reflection. It's very earth toned. It feels, I don't know, like there's a legacy here when I look at that's this cover. Right. And that's us. That's us five burning in the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> getting, getting well crispy. <laughs> Ain't no rock and roll in heaven. So there you yeah, go. Exactly. The sun's come to say hello and kiss us goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! One thing I always do in this show is I love to ha have a bit of a bit of levity and a bit of fun in this interview. And there's been a lot of that. I I always love to ask for like a funny either story from being on tour or a funny mishap on stage. You got one of those for us, Tino? Um, yeah, it's, it's funny and it's quite, um, it's quite apt, actually. I think it was on the, on the Iron Maiden tour when we, we played a, a gig in Bracknell in the UK. And I remember we came off stage and it was like, the, the, the way the stage was set up, we had this like T-shape, the, the rest of the stage, and then this other little bit that jutted out in the front, which was the leg of the T. And um, we had our drum kit just set right practically at the you know to the fore of that tea so you'd have to Ooh, no. you'd have to step across you know this like void you know this six foot drop <laughs> you'd have to step across this void you are you could hear hear what's going to happen you know <laughs> and um it was our last the last song and we were in capture city and we went to the went to the front of the stage chris came from the his bass side i came from the from the stage right and um we met in the middle just yeah the end of capture the song was captured city and we we just went the last chord we just went burum and then i heard all i heard was burum and then another burum followed as he <laughs> he, went, he went down and he's like it's crashed down but i thought i didn't see him fall down so we we went off stage and um i, I jumped off the other side and um i see it we came off the crowd we're like all clapping and like cheering for us and then we went back on stage and i said where's chris where's chris and and our roadie was down the bottom going, he's down there, he's down there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he's good. And he had put his leg in ice and all that. He couldn't come Ooh. back on stage. He actually broke the machine head on his bass guitar. 
serves him right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's brotherly funny. love for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. That, that's you know kind of a fun way to br- to bring this all, all to a close. I think you've been in in the band with him since the begin beginning. Do you think it's it, it's been great to be in a band with your brother that long? Like, does it keep you closer? Because sometimes we see in history that that doesn't always play out the best. Like, do you think it's like just made you guys closer over the years? Yeah, I think it's the bit because of the way we work, actually. Um, and we don't tour excessively. You know, we do a few few dates here and there and we don't go on a world tour or anything. We couldn't afford to do that, I don't think, um, nowadays. Um, so we just do the odd festival here and there and then we'll, we'll play, play a few strings of dates together, maybe a week or two at the most. And, you know, it's all quite relaxed, the whole thing. So... Yeah, it's, it's cracking. You know, we've got a good bunch of guys in the band. We all have a laugh together. So, I mean, if I, if I was to have to do a duo with him or something like that, it might be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> a duet, should I say. Not a duet. <laughs> Troy, the album, that could, that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, well, this has been a lot of fun, fun Tino. I, I won't keep you much longer, but to wrap it all up, do you have anything you want to plug, social media, anything like that? Oh, I'd just love to, I mean, I'd love to visit the States sometimes, not visit, play the States sometime. We're, it's been on the cards a few times and um, the, the deal hasn't been there. We haven't been able to afford to do it. See, you guys charge so much money for your visas over there. Yeah, bastards. <laughs> well, I know, know. where well, you, well, you guys can come over to, to, to the UK for about... Thirty pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's crazy. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. There's a list. There's like for us and thirty for. <laughs> there's like a list of bands in the UK. I'd, I'd love to just come see someday. And you guys are definitely on that list. So who know? We'll see who gets to the other side of the pond first. <laughs> yeah, let's see. <laughs> awesome. All right then, dude. Thank so, you so yeah. much, Tino. The album is Catharsis by Praying Mantis. Go get it on Amazon or stream it or go to the band's website. I'm sure you can get, get it there. Uh, great, great album. Great way to kick off 2022. Tito, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Sly Dog. <laughs> thank you. Till next Cheers, time. Peace. Yep. Bye. Bye-bye.
Thank you for listening to the Sly Dog Music Cast. If you want to know what's going on, follow me on Twitter at Sly Dog Music Cast or Facebook at Sly Dog Music Cast. Thanks again for listening. Peace, love, and music.